Welcome to Career Beats, 20-minute talks to navigate the new career development paradigm. Hosted by Carmen González, coach and career advisor at ESADE Careers. Hi, listeners. I'm Carmen González, Associate Director of ESADE Careers, coach and passionate about unlocking talent. I'm so pleased to be here with you today. I'm sure that you've heard of ChatGPT so many times in the last six months that it sounds completely familiar by now. But do you really know the tool well enough? Probably not. AI in general, and ChatGPT specifically, are revolutionizing the way we do business. And when it comes to job searching, the impact is no less. I know how tiring it is to spend countless hours improving your CV having to adapt it to every job offer you apply to, thousands of hours preparing for interviews, and so little time to do it. But the exciting news is that ChatGPT can completely change the way we search for jobs, making it so much easier. Time will not be a problem anymore. But how to leverage ChatGPT for success? I'm honored to have with me today Malcolm Welchota, co-founder of Coding AI, an AI-based automation company for the coding industry, and as he calls himself, a ChatGPT evangelist. Malcolm has extensive experience in oil and gas and healthcare across various European and African countries on high-capital intensive projects, and the most important, he is an SRE alumnus from the full-time MBA program, Class 2021. Malcolm's inherent curiosity about generative AI, and particularly about ChatGPT, has made him a pioneer in the field and the perfect person to talk to us about how ChatGPT can make job search a million times easier. Malcolm, thank you so much for being with us today. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Carmen. Thank you for inviting me here today, and thank you for this very flattering biography. No, it's so lovely to have you with us today. So Malcolm, let's start from the beginning. What's ChatGPT and why do you think it's so important? Okay, wonderful. So if I try to explain it very, very simply, you can imagine that it is only a language prediction model. So if you say roses are red and violets are blue. Blue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the only thing that ChatGPT does. ChatGPT only predicts the next word in a sequence. But it is so amazing because if you can predict language, you can predict music, you can predict paintings, you can predict DNA. All of these things are nothing else but an association of language. And this is such a step change in technology. Because it is, I mean, I cannot emphasize how important ChatGPT will totally revolutionize this world. And I see it already now in business. I see it in my own startup, how we wanted to hire multiple people and we stopped because our people can be augmented with ChatGPT. And I see it when I go and sit down with companies and they say, Malcolm, where can I use ChatGPT? And I say, where can you not use ChatGPT? Wow. Amazing. You know, it's um, 
I hear you talking about ChatGPT and, you know, I want to keep studying ChatGPT to make my life much easier. It's so interesting. So, you know, Malcolm, thinking back to your own job search when you were a student, in which two main areas of the job search do you think ChatGPT can be the most useful? Okay, wonderful. So... In job search, we all have this problem, and I had the same problem when I came to Esade. I was in oil and gas, and I wanted to switch to another industry. There is an element of self-discovery, which is very difficult for us humans. It's difficult to take a step back and say, based on my skills, my transferable skills, maybe I come from oil and gas, but maybe I can use these in any other business, but I don't know which one. And therefore, what is very simple, and I've done this with many people who are applying for jobs, I said, well, why don't we ask ChatGPT? Put in your CV inside and talk to him for like an hour. And we do this. Press the button, we talk one hour to ChatGPT. I like doing this. I don't like doing that. These were my jobs before. These were the things that I did. So you're able to give ChatGPT a lot, a lot of context. I did this with a lawyer, by the way who wants to get away from law because she's afraid that ChatGPT will take her job. It turned out that, for example, it said, you know what? You would be absolutely awesome at marketing. She, wow. Why the hell? But it analyzed, look, as lawyer, first of all, you need to be very creative. When you go to court, you, you need to be extremely creative. You cannot just say, yeah. this is the law, we apply it. Absolutely. There's an element that she is painting a lot. She has lots of art exhibitions that she goes through but also attends and it says all of these things how about doing marketing but not only that it gave another 20 jobs that she could go and apply to and this self-discovery process is very difficult as human but this is one thing where i realized my god sit down with chat gpt if you don't know what type of job you want to do yeah that's amazing because you know it can uh, open new perspectives that you hadn't thought about, which is great. You know, when you're looking for a for a job, we're looking for a new opportunity, looking for, you know, opportunities in a new industry. Um, you know, you don't know enough about the new industry. You you know that you're interested in, uh, but you don't know enough. And you know, working with ChatGPT opens so many new perspectives. So that's absolutely amazing. Correct. And now, before, we used to go to careers and bother them 10 times a day with very mundane questions. My point is, go and do the brainstorm with ChatGPT before you go to careers. Because yeah. then you will come to careers, you will have had a very strong, in-depth brainstorm with ChatGPT. And then you say, hey, for example, I was working with Naomi or with Georgina. And then I could say, Georgina, is this realistic? And maybe Georgina says, look, it's kind of cool, but not realistic. Maybe Naomi will say, actually, this is a great idea. You can pursue it. And then you get that final stamp of approval. But what do we do? Unbestowed to us, we go, we sit down with careers, we lose their time, we lose our time, and we get out with something which is not bad. But imagine we would have hours with careers. And that's the point that I'm advocating for. Go and do that pre-search with ChatGPT. Yeah, absolutely. So then you can use, you know, the time with uh, the career, the careers uh, department to build on what you learned uh, with ChatGPT, right? So that pre-search, that is very important. So then, you know, going back to the question, two main areas that you would use ChatGPT for in the job search. So then this self-discovery, right? This uh, pre-search 
that is so, so important in the job search and it really defines anything else afterwards. So Correct. what would that, this would be one. What would be the second one that you would use That's specifically? Wonderful. The second one is the execution. So the execution is you take your 15 jobs that you want to apply for, you throw them into ChatGPT, Claude, Bart, it doesn't matter, they're all very similar, and you say, give me 10 values and behaviors for this job. And it's going to go and look at the job profile and it's going to dissect it. This is important. Previous experience is important. Pharma experience is important. Innovation is important. And now take my CV and give me an overlap score on this job. Which means you throw in 10 jobs, you will get an overlap score here. 50, 40, 30, 20. Here you will get 90. And then don't go and focus on applying for jobs for anything less than 90%. Where ChatGPT says, wow, Malcolm, you have an overlap of 90%, nine out of the 10 categories, you get very high scores, go and apply for that job. And again, don't apply for it yourself. Say, adjust my CV based on the job description. Write me a cover letter. And then the mistake that many people make is they go and they send that to the recruiter. But that is still only 80%. It's still very generic. Yeah. My point is, any output you take from ChatGPT is not bad, but then sit down and review that. So instead of spending two hours writing the cover letter, spend an hour reviewing the cover letter, and then you can really boost and improve that. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, to it's okay to start with a generic question, I guess, but then you need to be more specific. And that's very important to be effective when pro prompting to ChatGPT, right? Yes, I love I love that you just said prompting. That's my number one tip to anybody listening to this podcast. Don't ever, ever write into ChatGPT. Only speak. It's called conversational AI. Um, yesterday, Ding came out, Ding AI, with the app where you can upload pictures, for example. And it does not let you type. You cannot type. It forces you to record and speak into Bing AI. And it's normal huh. because it's trained on language models. If you type, you and I are going to type one sentence. We're going to do this podcast. What will we speak about? Yet if you and I speak, we're going to do this podcast. We want to inspire students. We want to help them with their careers. We're giving lots and lots and lots of context. And then the output of such generative AI becomes very good. And it's wonderful that you use the word prompting. Oh, amazing. Um, but, you know, going a little bit more specific into the, um, you know, the, uh, the the specific tips that you can give us to be efficient uh, and effective when using ChatGPT and uh, thinking of the two main areas that you talked about. So doing your pre-search and also, um, you know, using the information that ChatGPT gives you to ad adjust your CV to the job description. What specific tips can you give us to be more effective when prompting for, for both? Wonderful. So the number one tip I'll give is your blind spots. We're humans, we're very, it's very difficult for us to realize blind spots. So normally, whatever I prompt, I will, for example, let's say we want to prompt for this job description that we want to apply for and we want him to write the broad job description. You say, okay, please write the job description. Um, and then you always add one or two points, which I call prompting back. Say, what else have I missed? What additional question would you ask in my position? What happens? 
Normally, we will then think about one or two prompts. And when we say, what else have I missed? It's possible that totally new questions come up yeah. that you might apply for Amazon, have no idea about uh, anything to do with operations management, but you're applying for an operations management job. You say, write me the covenant. And when you say, what else have I missed? He might be like, can you give me an example of ABCD? And when you give this example, he automatically incorporates it as an answer. I've seen this many times with myself. I'm not quite sure about the next step. And I say, what else have I missed? And I get totally different ways of thinking asked as a question by ChatGPT that I can now feed back into the system. So that's for sure the number one tip. The second one tip is, is this true? Why? Because we have the problem with ChatGPT and all of these generative AI that they create hallucinations. I've made a couple of posts on this about on about this topic on LinkedIn. And the only thing you do is whatever output comes from ChatGPT, you take it, you make a new thread, and you just paste it inside. And on top, you write, is this true? By doing this, you're removing the possibility for a hallucination because it is a new instant. It might say, no, this is absolutely not true. Right, you're applying for BASF and you're saying the value of BASF is going to the moon. Actually, it's not. The value of BSF is ABCD. So always challenge any output that you have and put it back into another thread and say, is this true? And the third tip, and then I'm going to stop, is use different generative AI tools. I might take an input from ChatGPT and paste it in BARD hmm. and do the same topic with BARD. Or I might take it and paste it into perplexity or paste it into cloth. And that gives more depth to the answer, because you will realize that uh, generative AI tool quickly gets to a certain limit, and then the improvement is very minimal. But when you take that input and you put that into BART, and you continue the conversation, you might get miracles. Absolutely. That's amazing. So basically, you you, you need to challenge ChatGPT uh, or the generative AI tool that you're using, and you yeah. also need to benchmark, right? So those two main tips, challenge and benchmark. See, Malcolm speaks for one hour, and Carmen, she can summarize us <laughs> in one second. Yes, Malcolm. So, <laughs> challenge and benchmark. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's exactly <laughs> that, yes. No, I really like it because, um, you know, my fear with ChatGPT is that, um, you know, you end up being too generic, but I love your, your tips because it's really useful to uh, make sure that you're, you know, concise and that, and, and that you use the information to make to to stand out and to make sure that you show your uniqueness, uh, the uniqueness of your profile, which is very important in the job search. And, you know, I'm assuming that for job interview preparation, there are so many things you can do as well, right? Yes, for sure. So, so I sat down with somebody who was rushing into the... Um, into kind of the room and, oh, I, I need to go and run and do a case cracking. And I said, oh, why the urgency? Because that person only has time once a week on Tuesday. She said, why are you doing case cracking with humans? Do it with ChatGPT. Yeah, wow. I want to explain, yeah, I want to explain how crazy this is. If I sit down with somebody and I want to do a market sizing case, I need to have half of an expert and it's difficult. Our peers, even when I was studying, everybody's a bit good at something, but might not be the expert at everything. Yet ChatGPT is the expert at everything. So you say, hey, you're going to simulate the case consulting case with me, uh, case cracking, and we're going to do market size. Here's the entire thing. You paste the entire case, and then you start working through it. And the same 
for interviews, which means when you do this scoring thing and you say, hey, look here, on category A, whatever, let's call it previous pharma experience, I got the lowest score. Ask me 10 questions on the lowest scoring category. Why? Because a recruiter will never ask you about the top things that you're good at, maybe only the first two questions to make you feel happy. And then he or she will challenge you to death and get ChatGPT to challenge you in advance, which means yeah. say, this is the job, this is what I'm not good at, or let him find out what you're not good at. Please ask me the questions that a recruiter could ask me. And then you answer, and then you get feedback. What's my score? What do I need to improve? Next one, this iterative process, you would pay a coach or a consultant to do this a lot of money. Wow. This is mind-blowing. So this is like having a, an interview coach available at any time. Two in the morning, four in the morning, Saturday, Sunday, when you're up on the mountains, whenever you want. Absolutely. I fully agree with you. Wow. Amazing. So Mal Malcolm, now I'm going to share um, three questions that have been chosen by our audience. So you can give us a short and practical answer. So the first qu question, if everyone uses ChatGPT, how can I make sure that I still differentiate myself? Awesome. So I normally get this answer a lot during keynote speeches. So if everybody can write, why is not everybody Dostoevsky? If everybody can Google, why does everybody not open the next Google or Bing or whatever company? So it is just a vehicle. Throughout yeah. entire humanity, we've had different vehicles, writing, listening, podcast, being an entrepreneur, but it does not mean that it results in the same quality. It is your ingenuity and the application of it through ChatGPT that will give you better results. So this is a point that I challenge very, very simply. Again, you and I just spoke about it. Everybody will give different context, so we will get different answers. We will only all have generic answers if we all give it generic context. Wow, amazing. And so we talked uh, about it a little bit, but if we can go farther uh, a little bit more, how can I make prompts more effectively? Because that's the key, uh, one of the key aspects, right? So what's your specific advice on how to make them more effectively? Awesome. So when I sit down with companies, some of them already have a repository of prompts. I say, oh my God, please throw this repository of prompts outside of the window. Why? <laughs> on paper, again, a repository of prompts corners you. It might be like, um, you are a recruiter, you're going to do this, you're going to improve the CV and this and that. Really, the most natural way to get prompt engineering done is by speaking into ChatGPT and by using the very nice tip which uh, everybody advocates for and which works really nice is tell ChatGPT to act like a certain person. Don't write, act like a recruiter, say no. Act like the toughest recruiter of Amazon and ask me questions on ABCD. Act like a brand manager. No, act like the best brand manager in the world, which yeah. is known to work with high value net individuals that do ABCD. Act as and give a lot of context and then start asking what you would like to have. Yeah. So make sure that ChatGPT knows the context as much as possible, right? Yes, the context. I love it. Amazing. And 
As a final question, uh, I'm sure that this is the fear of many people. Will ChatGPT take my job? <laughs> yes, this is, a, this is a great question. We always get that question. That's a classic. So, so it's two-sided. Um, the, the simple answer is chat GPT will not take your job. A person using chat GPT will. Well, amazing. I love uh, everything that you shared about chat GPT. It's absolutely amazing. Everything that we can win using chat GPT more often. So now, Malcolm, as final words of wisdom, if you were to give only one piece of career advice to our students, what would it be related to ChatGPT or in general? Okay, this one's an easy one. This will not be related to ChatGPT. Um, there's one thing that I think differentiated myself from my peers during my studies was I really, really enjoyed working with careers. And everybody who's still there will know it. I enjoyed going in and talking to the careers team. I enjoyed sitting with them and saying, hey, what have I missed? What could I do? Which company should I apply for? And I feel that during the studies, students do not appreciate enough the path that careers can put you on or the support that you can get from careers. I mentioned their names, Georgina and Naomi during this podcast, but many, many, many other people have helped me. But it doesn't come from just saying, I'm going to go and get my CV reviewed once. It's like, guys, they have open hours. Go and sit with them. Go and talk to them. Talk to them about their job. Talk to them about any other problem that you have. But I really believe that my entire career path post-Isade was put into a certain level because of the interactions with Davide Rovera as an entrepreneur, because of career saying, go and work in pharma, this will suit you. These are things that I believe we are not using enough as students. This is such an important resource that please go and work with careers. They're going to change your lives. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I guess it's uh, also about building the context and building the relationship, right? With ChatGPT and with careers as well. And for the record, careers really enjoyed working with you as well. So, oh, same. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And Malcolm, I'm sure that our students will be eager to find out more about you. So where can they find you? Yes. So I am a mentor at the Esade eWorks, which means always the summer cohort. I'm there on LinkedIn. You can pick me on LinkedIn and uh, you might see me on campus a bit more often. I don't want to divulge too much, but oh, uh, let's wow. take it from there. Yes. Wow. I'm so curious now. Um, wow. Nice. Malcolm, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been great to talk to you about ChatGPT and how it can make our life so much easier, especially when it comes to job searching. I'm sure our students have a much better idea now of how to use ChatGPT to improve their CVs or nail their preparation for a job interview. So thank you. I loved the conversation. It's a great pleasure. Have a most wonderful day for now. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. And as for our next episode, we are static. We'll have McKinsey with us talking about interview preparation. They will share 
many interesting tips that will be very useful if you're interested to apply to McKinsey or consulting in general. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode of Career Beats. Keep your career beating. Tune in on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts for a monthly dose of career stories, advice, and trends. Thank you.